How are you doing today? Hi there, and welcome back to Planet Chaos. It's Valentine's Day. That would be February 14th, 2024, and I can barely believe it myself. Uh, another week on Planet Chaos. Craziness is ensuing. We wanted to thank all of you for joining us again. It's very... Uh, very volatile out there. Lots happening. Uh, thank you for joining me, Rob K. How you doing? I'm doing great, Mel. Like uh, like we always say, and it, it never fails to uh, uh, show up. Planet Chaos is in full swing today. We had the shooting at the uh, the at the the parade in Kansas City. We had, there's a mall around the not too far from where we are. Evidently, there's a, a, a shooting at and. Um, you know, everything is, is, is going to hell in a has basket as usual, but I'm happy to be here with you and all of our amazing, um, friends out there. So let's do it. Well, I'm not really sure. I want to just say, I'm not really sure what is going on. We have, I believe that we're in a very heavy psychological and, uh, strategic and, uh, highly motivated, uh, color revolutionary tactics going on from all sides, both internal and external of America. If anyone saw my last show, certainly uh, we'll re-air the show with Jovan over the weekend. Uh, and we have another show coming up this week. We have essentially a fifth column above our government running a lot of things. We'll talk about them in a little bit because there's been some breaking news that should have broken uh, four years ago. Uh, but it's back on track and back on the front lines, which we need now. Uh, it's very odd. There's lots of things going on besides shootings. There's uh, Uber and Lyft drivers are about to have a strike. They are demanding higher pay. That strike is backed by an NGO, of course, uh, that is very much committed to social justice. And they are pushing for uh, much higher wages for gig workers. Um, and there is a crackdown on that as well at the same time. Then we find out that 100,000 U.S. flight attendants are set to strike at 30 airports upcoming as well. So uh, expect that to be coming down the pike. And on top of that, we got information today, um, and they have not released it to the public yet, at least uh, as far as we are right now, but that um, there is a... The House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner has uh, is urging President Biden to declassify information related to a serious national security threat. Uh, you think we have a lot of serious national security threats and nobody's doing much about any of them at all. We still have our wide open border. Uh, just this morning, we uh, got information from a northern uh, New York sheriff that the uh, nobody is paying attention to the northern border and that the border between America and Canada is also wide open and people are flooding through that border. Uh, yet nobody, we talked about it with Christy maybe a year ago. Um, there was some activity up there. There's certainly in Maine and other places, big camps of uh, what looks like Chinese Communist Party members working up, up at, at the northern border. Um, but uh, yet again, we had not heard about that in over a year. Now we are again. Um, so they are saying that um, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to the, all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. Um, Turner says, I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. They've yet to tell us what it is. And, you know, I'm at a place where I don't even really believe anything that's coming out of the uh, Intel media, let alone uh, the uh, captured Uniparty and the people that are in uh, in the, in running things on the back end there. Um, I'm sure that they're going to be blaming it on Russia, China or Iran or whatever. 
uh, nation. But whatever the case may be, we have a lot of problems and they're only getting worse. And um, like Donald Trump said last week, he 100 percent expects there to be an attack on our soil. Uh, We are not monitoring. We did not monitor um, anyone coming across the border. Basically, this past month, the numbers came in at 178,000 people that came through the border that we know of. And again, always, folks, that does not count um, gotaways, people that were not stopped and were not turned in and did not sign up for taxpayer funded uh, welfare, housing and all the other goodies they get when they come across and turn themselves in. So uh, that is uh, disturbing on the face also, of so, it. Mel, they, they, uh, it was a huge uptick in Chinese nationals coming across the border. And I just want to say that I agree with you when I when we talk about planet chaos, you know, I am, you know, basically kind of pointing to as we talk about all the time, this color revolution tactic, which is this chaos, uh, trauma-based programming, uh, which kind of drives us to some sort of uh, acquiescence, you know, a, and kind of a throwing up our hands and like, well, what's next? You know, we don't know. And also it, confusion, right? It Because it, we don't know what's real. And so they, they say, oh, there's a big threat, yeah. but can't tell you. I mean, yeah. all you have Cognitive to do is open warfare. your eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's cognitive warfare, and you're absolutely right. And, you know, I firmly believe that the globally aligned billionaire oligarchy, uh, the American wing of it, um, a- along with our public-private partnership uh, above our government, as far as I'm concerned, and all these people, they all have different motives, different reasons. I mean, uh, you know, they're all chickens with head cut off running around. You know, Trump's going to destroy democracy, the threat of Trump, all this nonsense. And it's like what are you talking about? Look at what you've done. Look at what they've done. I mean, this is not American. This is not America. This is a controlled demolition of America with players inside and outside. As everyone knows, I firmly believe that the actual orchestrators of this are uh, not just running a color revolution in America, but they too are fully aligned with the globalist goals of Agenda 2030 by any means necessary for our nation and all the others, and that they're fully invested financially and otherwise in that outcome. Uh, It makes a lot of things make a lot more sense, but um, something else that is making a lot of things make a lot more sense uh, in terms of what we talked about last week on the show, and we'll revisit today, and we will uh, in subsequent shows, um, is that uh, yesterday, something that many of us knew about, but... um, was uh, basically suppressed or denied or lied about. Uh, certainly, we all were hoping the Durham report was going to come. You know, we're friends with uh, Cash, and we know Devin Nunes, and all these people had been um, investigating a Crossfire Hurricane and the Mueller report team, um, and all those, uh, you know, fifth column, as I call them, uh, operatives that are still to this day all out to get Trump and persecute Trump. But as you know, I firmly believe that it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has to do with the 80 million, probably now 100 million uh, American citizens who believe in national sovereignty, who believe in nation states, who believe in preserving borders, language, culture, and history, who believe that America should determine its own future, not a globalist governance model, which is what everyone uh, that has adopted uh, or taken over the Democrat Party at the very top are convincing their their constituents is uh, what what we should be headed towards, which is totally insane. Every nation should have their own sovereignty and their own auto-determination by the people of their nation. Uh, certainly that is what our founders intended. Our Constitution and Bill of Rights are the problem for these people. Um, but 
when you have a couple people uh, that were hardcore left wing, or at least not on Trump team ever, uh, come out and, and confirm what we all knew in 2016 was going on. It is a new day for reality, for transparency and truth. So I'm very excited to uh, have had uh, Michael Schellenberger, uh, Matt TBB, and Alex Guttentag. Uh, they came out, if you remember, Michael and Matt were um, witnesses in the weaponization of the government. They were also two of the people who got the Twitter files and exposed uh, DHS, SISA, FBI, everyone spying and censoring everyone. Certainly they were involved in the uh, suppression and censorship around the Hunter Biden laptop. They were involved in uh, many other things uh, over there with Twitter and all the other ones. And um, Michael and Matt Tabibi were very, very... Um, uh, instrumental in putting that information out to the world, um, especially to all of the people like me who were, who were censored by these people because of reporting the truth. But they have come out and apparently they have gotten uh, their hands on some additional information about the U.S. intelligence community and their team of uh, Five Eyes spies, the Five Eyes Nations uh, spying ring. Uh, that all the way back in the very beginning of Trump's campaign, we're already spying on Donald Trump. But the way that they told it was that this was coming out of foreign uh, information we've had on, uh, we're gonna have him back to George Papadopoulos, who was, uh, I, I say, patient zero in this operation. But it turns out that um, in this article that, they, that they've released, uh, CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax, sources say, um, they say that they have multiple credible sources that the United States intelligence community, including the Central Intelligence Agency run at the time by John Brennan, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016, as George Papadopoulos told us on this show. Um, they say uh, this is on uh, the public. That's um, Michael Schellenberger's Substack. He says, uh, until now, the official story has been that the FBI investigation began after Australian intelligence officials told U.S. officials that the Trump uh, that a Trump aide had boasted to an Australian diplomat that Russia had damning material about Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. I believe that is George Papadopoulos. We will have him on this week uh, to discuss that. That did not happen. That never happened. That was all a lie. Um, and then that triggered what we know to be another huge giant fraud in the get Trump, destroy 80 million people uh, that supports Trump's voice and vote. Crossfire Hurricane was launched on July 31st, 2016, months after apparently the actual uh, criminal uh, syndicate started spying on Trump associates. Um, as I said, we all hoped that the Durham report would provide something, but Bill Barr told us that the CIA was on the up and up and the Bill John, uh, John Durham uh, report was, you know, it is what it is. Nobody really paid a price except for one guy, lawyer, um, that... Uh, uh, lied about Carter Page and got a slap on the wrist and, and no repercussions. Nobody went to jail. Mind you, I do want to remind everyone, we talked about this last week. In 2016 through 2019, all of these people, including people in the Mueller team and people in the Crossfire Hurricane team, spied on and, and you know, and um, uh, what's actually conspired and colluded uh, to take down a sitting duly elected president while in the White House. 
this would in other times be called sedition and treason, but in our upside down, totally captured America, it is called, uh, I don't, I, I, unaccountable. Uh, it is, it is unbelievable to me that we are still here, but we are, um, all of these people I firmly believe are still running the get Trump, uh, campaign, the get Trump, uh, persecutions and all of that, which we got into last week and we will a little later, but, um, basically what we're now learning is that British intelligence, of course, as uh, Richard Richard Poe and Nora uh, Nora Ben Laden and other people and and Alex Craner uh, often tell us always uh, you got to always look at where the crown is in whatever's going on in America, especially when it comes to spying and espionage type stuff. Uh, but it turns out British intelligence sources began targeting Trump on behalf of American intelligence, on behalf of American intelligence, I say. Uh, agencies, possibly as early as 2015. According to Tuesday's article, several outlets had previously reported that um, the GCHQ, which is the British communications headquarters, uh, had discovered alleged ties between Trump and the Russian government. So um, if you remember that, it was the one of the trusted news sources, we call them uh, in the in the upside down inverted reality world. A source close to the UK intelligence claim GCHQ first became aware in late 2015 of suspicious interactions between figures connected to Trump and known or suspected Russian agents. All of that proved out to be a total fraud and a total lie in the in the uh, Clinton um, campaign, Podesta uh, orchestrated, funded um, steel dossier, the laughable steel dossier document. But anyway, they went forward with that, knowing that that was all a lie all along folks, our, our intelligence agencies and the five agencies always knew that that was false. Then they went to do a whole Mueller report that costs $75 million in taxpayer dollars that Andrew Weissman led, knowing that the original, uh, Russia hoax was a hoax. So they kept this going all through Trump's administration so that Trump was tied down with all this nonsense. Uh, Norm Eisen was, was drafting another one of the fifth columnists with Weissman was drafting the, the impeachment terms for Trump before the Zelensky call. Then they created the Zelensky fake impeachment. They had him in the Mueller report. They had him with the Russia hoax. Then they tried to impeach him for January 6th and failed. All of this fraudulent, all of it fraudulent, and all of these same players put themselves back in the White House and have been running a get Trump campaign ever since they got back in there in the sunlight. They were running it probably over at West Exec or wherever they were working out of in the meantime while Trump was in office. They were still in D.C., still going full speed ahead, still taking out Trump. Again, not to take out Trump, but to remove the resistance and the, the dissenters and the, the anti-globalists among us that still believe that America's Constitution and Bill of Rights are the law of this land. And we are not a globalist citizen if we are an American citizen. We are an American citizen. Um, and a lot of this has to do with that. So it says here, in truth, the U.S. intelligence community asked the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance to surveil Trump associates and share the intelligence they acquired with the U.S. agencies. Totally the opposite of what we had been told. Um, now, again, uh, Devin Nunes and Cash Patel and their team were investigating the um, Mueller Crossfire Hurricane team, and they had put in, uh, I believe, 12 criminal referrals that were somewhat, uh, you know, ignored or lost in the in the in the in the uh, mix, and everything was played out so that nothing was done. And in comes the selected Joe Biden, 
and the whole thing falls apart. Nothing comes of Durham and these people get away with it. And they all put themselves back in power, of course, to continue the charade of uh, destroying uh, the voice and the vision and the uh, needs and desires and the future of a good hundred million, probably at this point, Americans. Um, so basically what it turns out is that the John Breton and others had asked the Five Eyes Nations, United States, United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia to um, President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes Nations intelligence communities to target. According to the journalist, they've, uh, and a source, confirmed that the intelligence community identified the associates as people to bump and make contact with or manipulate, um, and also uh, claim these individuals were targets of our own intelligence community and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation. Um, bumping, as I'm told, is um, kind of what they did, what George Papadopoulos explained, but, um, you know, planning to meet up with somebody, it's planning to meet somebody, you know, track and trace and surveilling them and ended up sitting next to them at a bar or being seated at a table at an event or anything like that to get into their their confidence so that they speak to them and they're trying to get them. Um, this report further says unknown details about the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign and raw intelligence related to the um, intelligence community surveillance of Trump campaign are in a 10 inch binder that Trump ordered to be declassified at the end of his term. The three journalists stress that the new information is supported by testimony already in public record. Uh, much of this confirms theories developed by many of us, including me years ago, and also puts questions to one important thing here, which is what were they looking for in Mar-a-Lago? You know, what, what is this Russia? What is this documents case really about? Because I went through it pretty in depth with Jovan yesterday and, um, the entire, uh, documents case, which seems to have been written by two crossfire hurricane, uh, Mueller report veterans who have been trying to get Trump now for nine years, uh, Weissman, Andrew Weissman and Norm Eisen both put out reports and a joint memo, uh, about the documents case. On June 2nd, um, Norm Eisen being at Brookings, uh, one of the, and, and also don't forget, uh, Dushenko and the Steele dossier and everything also came out of Brookings. Uh, but um, um, Norm Eisen out of Brookings and, um, and Andrew Weissman out of NYU linked and Open Society funded Just Security teamed up and wrote a memo, a uh, some kind of uh, novel, novel legal theory memo um, that they delivered to Lisa Monaco, the number two uh, under, I believe, Merrick Garland, um, very, very uh, close with Obama as well. She's an interesting character. Um, but basically that they laid out uh, the entire case that Jack Smith could indict Trump on. It's a 183-page memo. It is out there uh, in, in multiple places. Uh, Conservative Treehouse covered it really in depth. Um, but if you go there and you read that, and then you see that it went to Lisa Monaco, also a crossfire hurricane Mueller, you know, associate with Mary McCord also in that mix. Uh, well, just about five days later, out comes the charges and indictment by Jack Smith, who many legal scholars, including former Attorney General Meese, say shouldn't is an is an unconstitutional, illegal appointment of a private citizen as a um, special counsel already as it is, which is going through the Supreme Court. I believe that was uh, submitted by Meese to the Supreme Court that Jack Smith is illegitimate to begin with. 
but Jack Smith drops the um, indictment with the exact same charges that Weissman and Eisen put in their memo about a week before that went through Monaco and presumably to uh, Jack Smith. And out comes this ridiculous uh, espionage or, or, or records case that Trump somehow is guilty of something that's from a 1948 uh charge that is something to do with uh, Department of Defense contractors sharing or giving or unintentionally sharing classified information. Of course, what we know here is that because um, Barack Obama and Eric Holder did so many things to make not just the Patriot Act was always against us and is the most unconstitutional, egregious thing that's happened in my lifetime in, in America. But um, when Obama and Holder went in, they doubled down in a lot of places. And so we um, we got to a place where uh, the uh, Justice Department opened up a uh, division, DOJ Division of National Security, and that National Security Division has no oversight. So we don't know really what's going on over there. And, and a lot of this is about surveillance, and we don't know how much of this is attached to that. But um, where we are now is in a place where what we have been saying for years, not only were they spying on a sitting president, not only were they spying on a campaign, not only is this as egregious as can be election interference, uh, but a lot of us out there are saying, yeah, now what? Okay, well, where do we go with this? What are your thoughts on this coming out now, Rob? Well, the first thing I would say is that, um, you know, kudos to you for talking about this, you know, over the last few years and then uh, unearthing, continuing to unearth, um, you know, details of, uh, the execution of these plans and the details of the individuals involved in these plans. You've been on this for the last few weeks. I know you've been digging and studying like crazy. And also, you know, I want to congratulate all of our audience for, uh, you know, to tuning in and understanding that, that th this information that we've been talking about is, you know, has always been true. But the weird thing to me is that now it's like, oh my God, look what's happening. And you have these Twitter liberties that you talk about. And yeah. uh, now all of a sudden it's it's real. It's like when we were talking about um, the, uh, you know, the Twitter files and we knew all of that, but it wasn't real until someone with a big following said it. So I think the what, um, what, what I get out of this is that thank you all for supporting independent journalism that's really doing the work and informing you. Um, and thank you for tuning in and, and, and understanding the kind of work that we're doing here. And then, so the question is like, how do we look at this in the context? Is it coming out at a certain time for a certain reason? Are, are, are it, did it take people more time to, to better under, you know, did we need more people to understand how deep and, and, and dark this hole was. I don't know. I don't know why it's coming out now when we've known this for such a long time and so many other things, but I'm glad it's coming out. I'm glad more people are seeing it. And I'm glad that, that former, um, you know, if you will, we'll call them, you know, left or whatever. I don't want, it's not left or right, but people that weren't necessarily for Trump or 
the things that we They're talk super about. Elitist. They're all about power. They're all about control. Trump was messing up the plans that they made, their global plans financially and otherwise. They needed to get rid of him. He was he was dismantling the entire 20, Agenda 2030 in many different ways people weren't aware of. This is a big loss for them on all fronts, especially all the way up to the BlackRock guys, all the way up to the CCP. There were many things going on that getting rid of Trump was a priority. And, uh, and by any means necessary, which is what they did. But all these people broke the law multiple times. They interfered in the 2016 election. We all remember when Brennan and Clapper, they sat in front getting their House Intelligence Committee hearings and all of that and the testimony. And Brennan just kind of, they twist words around. Um, Brennan, I believe, said that he was concerned. He didn't know if there was any... Um, collusion with Russia, but he was concerned. So he passed on that information to the FBI. They always pass the buck. But like I said, a lot of opaque things were done in the Department of Justice, especially opening up that uh, Division of National Security uh, that Holder and Obama did and other things happened, a bunch of different surveillance mechanisms. Remember, before the Patriot Act, we didn't have the DHS, we didn't have the TSA, we didn't have the DNI, we didn't have all these different you know, siloed groups of, of, you know, surveillance and communication. And so there's basically no oversight of these people at all. And then when, now that they're in private public partnerships, uh, be it at university think tanks or Brookings or, or any NGO or whatever, it, it's even more, um, obvious that we have a big problem. Maybe, and again, maybe, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say maybe, um, this disclosure on a kind of a main, like semi mainstream basis of this uh this plot this coup if you will uh is the reason why we're seeing a uh a shooting at the super bowl party and a shooting in, in west palm beach gardens a mall and we don't know that or uh this disclosure of a uh you know a, a national security threat that they can't tell us about i i, I don't know but it's it's very odd well, we do know that they are all, um, we look, and there's also the, the question of what is the documents case about? And if Schellenberger and Tabibi, which we, I guess we'll find out today, if they have found or have this, you know, this uh, binder that apparently is the super binder that has a, a lot of more evidence in it and they are in possession of it, uh, let's see what happens there. But there was a lot of talk a long time ago about that what they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago could very well be the evidence of uh, treason and sedition and spying on them and collusion and conspiracy by these same people at um, that Donald Trump already had. I mean, we know that Cash and Nunes and other people were looking into this. They felt confident that the Durham report was going to go somewhere, of course, because right. then it, it bled into and Merrick Garland, you know, and and Joe Biden, they're totally unbiased. They weren't going to interfere at all with Durham. Um, so, you know, we're dealing with the same thing. But the one thing that we should really, really pay attention to is um, because these people got away with it and because of the of because, you know, all the people oh, I'm so sick of Trump, all the Trump stuff, they've created all the Trump stuff they created out of thin air crossfire hurricane they created out of thin air uh the Mueller investigation the Mueller report it was never necessary because they knew that the crossfire hurricane was fake they never they created out of nowhere out of thin air the impeachment of trump covering their own butts from what they were doing in ukraine to begin with and trump questioning it and they created the entire i believe all of it 
and, and now they still are. So because people want the Trump chaos, the Trump news, the Trump in the news and this and that, and then it's controlled. MSNBC is a full on intelligence operation. Everyone in there is totally involved with the fifth column and the fourth branch of government as, as uh, last refuge calls it, which I totally agree, um, is, is definitely out of control. Nobody's overseeing the intelligence community that cares at all about the truth in America. They are all involved, I believe in a, they are funded uh, and and backed and all in on the globalist vision of the future that they that they want on the supra national side the super class the elitist class wants that um, they're all in on that and two they um, a lot of them committed real crimes real crimes not fake crimes like the Trump crimes that they've created from novel theories I do want to say also in the ridiculous bill to fund. Uh, uh, endless wars overseas that most Americans want to stop. Um, and they look like they're going forward with it anyway. But um, this, uh, what is it, $96 uh, billion bill that they want to send to fund Taiwan, Ukraine, and Israel to continue down that path. Um, it came out yesterday that um, Vance put it out, but I was talking about this and other people were as well prior um, but he found that inside the um, the Ukraine deal, as they're calling it right now, the, without the border deal, um, that they put inside there another novel theory of impeachment, uh, as they used it the first time, uh, that um, they put in a clause in there that the money into Ukraine would last a uh, until 2025. So should Trump come in? and try to stop the funding of the Ukraine when he, when he would come into office, he or the Ukraine war, he wouldn't be able to do that because what happened was Trump had stopped the money um, because he was wondering, because he got information about what Joe Biden's family was doing in Ukraine, which also led to Hunter Biden, um, Heinz, uh, also to Pelosi's kid, um, yeah, something, some Romney stuff. They were all involved with the oligarchs. We know that since the Maidan revolution, probably from the first 2004 uh, incursion, but certainly since the 2014 Victoria Newland, Obama, McCain um, color revolution was kicked off and the CIA and other operatives in our government got embedded uh, in Ukraine. And the lead of that entire thing was Joe Biden. And then we all watched Joe Biden at the Council of Foreign Relations uh, with to big applause, talk about that he said uh, he would hold back a billion dollars that he had no business holding back that was already allocated to Ukraine from uh, the Ukrainian president at the time if he did not fire the prosecutor looking into Burisma and his son's business dealings in uh, Ukraine, uh, to which Donald Trump called uh, Zelensky and re thankfully recorded the phone call because liar Adam Schiff tried to pretend that uh, a different phone call happened, not not expecting Trump to release the actual phone call. But if you remember, Trump had frozen the aid to Ukraine security assist, uh, assistance initiative until he got some answers. And that is why they impeached him, because he wanted some answers and he just wanted to put the aid on hold until he found out the exact nature of Joe Biden, uh, who was running Ukraine for Obama, 
and what was going on with the oligarchs and the situation in the major corruption written about everywhere at the time, the time, New York Times, Post, Guardian, everyone saying at that time also that Trump was looking into this, that Ukraine was the most corrupt nation in the world and that there were oligarchs with one foot in Ukraine, one foot in Russia that were working all over the world. So Trump as the president had every right to do that. Well, it turns out that um, inside this new legislation uh, that they, um, they've drafted uh, that basically if Trump came in and asked um, what, what Vance is calling an impeachment bomb uh, that has hidden text within this new bill um, where if Trump tried to stop the funding of the war when he became president, that they would trigger another impeachment under the same rules you know what it that sounds they used like? for the first impeachment. Yeah. So, so I mean, what, what I, what I, what, the way that I kind of look at this is that they're this same deep state group that you yep. talk about, like the transition integrity, or now that they're, you know, they're afraid that that Trump may win. They put these like trip wires in these bills, these you know thousands and thousands of page bills that no one is allowed to read before they're forced to pass them or politically motivated to pass them, and that um, they set up these novel th theories about uh, creating you know kind of guardrails that okay that money is already allocated or or that decision has already been made and if you make a change to that you're going against the will of whatever was passed and and that creates some sort of a cascading event. Now, uh, the, I don't see how that stands up, but what it does is it throws up all kinds of roadblocks and yeah. um, it creates it all kinds of confusion. Again. Yeah, and then they blame that confusion that they're creating because that's what they do. They create the problem, they have the solution, which is always beneficial to them and financially and in, and in power. And then they blame it on Trump when it's really them that are creating the chaos. They're creating the news stories. They're creating the lies. They're creating the, the chaos. They're creating the division amongst people. Uh, they've created the most toxic political environment. And it is not Trump. They are using Trump as the as the fuel to continue to destroy this country from within and have us all fighting each other. And it is this fifth column. And I point to them a lot who they are. Not many people call them by name, but I do. And they do um, that with basically, the border wall too. That was a big thing too, right? Yeah, I'm going to talk that? about that in a second. But I just wanted to explain how this works. So he explained it better than me. So um, basically, the bill has 1.6 billion for foreign military financing in Ukraine and 13.7 billion for the Ukraine Security uh, Assistant Initiative. These funds expire on September 30th, 2025, nearly a year into a possible second term of President Trump. These are the exact same accounts President Trump was impeached for pausing in December 2019 when he looked into the Biden and other uh, American officials' business with Burisma in Ukraine. Uh, every single House Republican voted against this impeachment resolution, thank God. But basically, Vance says, if President Trump were to withdraw from or pause financial support for the war in Ukraine in order to bring a peaceful conflict, uh, the conflict to a peaceful conclusion over the objection of career experts, which was what happened last time, it would amount to the same fake violation of budget law from the first impeachment created by Norm Eisen in tandem with Adam Schiff and uh, Jerry Nadler that he was working with 
Uh, remember, Norm Eisen was the first impeachment lawyer under uh, markedly similar facts and circumstances. So basically, uh, the Democrats would seize on the opportunity of the impeachment that they created out of thin air the first time and try to do it again under this ridiculous manipulation of what was called a violation of budget law. So, you know, that's what's happening again. And like Rob brought up, and this is really important, is um, Cass Sonstein is the, is the lawyer on the front line. So Eisen's one of their main lawyers. Weissman's one of their main lawyers. These are all what I call fifth column. Um, certainly have been in the Get Trump campaign. They are very, very, very tight with Barack Obama as well. Um, Cass Sonstein's wife is also uh, Samantha Power. That would be Obama's um, I, uh, um UN other than Susan Rice, another character uh, in this in this saga, um, Obama's UN uh, ambassador, also the queen of the, uh, the responsibility to protect and funding and and uh, and uh, managing color revolutions all over the world. She's now running the money bags over there at USAID, one of the agencies that must be audited immediately, if not sooner, upon Trump getting in office, uh, which is why they're panicking. But anyway, I did want to remind people that. Um, uh, Cass Onstein is doing all the legislation for Mayorkas that is keeping our border uh, open, that is helping asylum, that is get, helping people be tra trafficked all over this country. Uh, and and the whole goal is, if you read and, and research a little bit into what Cass Onstein is writing and what he's doing with the lo laws down at the border, the border laws and the asylum laws and all of that, um, what they're trying to do is the same thing with the border. They're trying to make sure that when Trump comes in, because um, they're getting nervous that he can't get anything done, not at the border, not with Ukraine, not with anything. And if you remember, I have been uh, pointing people endlessly to the NBC News article where the uh, another major, major player in Crossfire Hurricane Mueller fraud investigation um, and everything that happened to, in Get Trump, uh, Mary McCord was involved in everything from the Carter Page thing to the um, to all the way to, to meeting with uh, with the people in Fulton County to the J6 stuff, uh, advising Bernie Thompson, all the way back to uh, working with Sally Yates, working with uh, Andrew Weissman, everything that's done. So don't forget, uh, just two weeks ago um, that this was in the uh, NBC News. So this aligns with that. Those taking part. This is that. Those taking part in the effort told NBC's News they are studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so that they will be ready if he wins in November. That involves preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they'd face if they undermine constitutional norms. Uh, there are no constitutional norms. They're just the Constitution, folks. Uh, but that's called lawfare and, and, you know, novel theories of law, what these guys specialize at. She goes on to say, quoting Mary McCord of the original Crossfire Hurricane Mueller team that is still behind the scenes on everything that's happening to Trump to this day. In fact, she does a podcast with Andrew Weissman also uh, behind everything still to this day, uh, cheering on and very excited every week about the Trump trials. They do a, a uh, Weissman got a whole show on MSNBC to cover the Trump trials, but um uh, McCord and him do podcasts covering the Trump trials as if they don't know exactly what's in them because they're not in the fifth column uh, controlling everything above it. But anyway, um, so Mary McCord said to New York, New York, uh, NBC News, we're already starting to put together a team to think through the, the most damaging types of things that he, Trump, might do so that we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to, said Mary McCord. So what um, he is saying, uh, Vance, is not him... Uh, you know, out there speaking out of turn. 
no, Mary McCord, who's part of the entire Get Trump thing since before, since he was in his campaign when they were spying on him, Mary McCord is confirming to NBC News brazenly, because they already believe that they got 2024 folks, because everything they're doing is so that nobody has a vote, because all these same people run, especially Eisen, and you know he, he teams up with crew and everyone else, they're running the entire election uh, interference fiasco and manipulation as well, the same people that I'm talking about. But Mary McCord confirms there to NBC News and the world that if Trump wins again, they will lawfare him to death while he's in office another time. I mean, Eisenbrags about 180 lawsuits that they filed against Trump while he was in office. Um, we don't know about many. We know Mark Elias was doing all kinds of stuff too. Everyone was going after Trump. We know about the Congressional Black Caucus. So Mary McCord is telling us if Trump dare win, uh, that they will be suing, impeaching, investigating, and all of that again, which is what brings me back to the most important point here. The people that were involved in Crossfire Hurricane that committed sedition and treason by spying on a duly elected president and many other people apparently in Congress and elsewhere, people that colluded and um, and uh, conspired to take down a president and an entire administration from within need to be held accountable, charged and convicted of the crimes that they committed. I mean, I will give them the benefit they will not give Trump, which is innocent until proven guilty. But all of these people should be um, should be a, a threat to the United States of America, to we the people, because right now they work above the government. They are not left or right. They are not Republican and Democrat. All because you hate Trump, you shouldn't be che cheering on an elitist globalist run of globally funded uh, campaign against 80 million, probably 100 million people now, because this is not about Trump. This is about silencing dissent for their one world, uh, one party uh, America post um, post nation state America that they are all signed on to. So these people's end goal has everything to do with no more elections, no more auto determination of America, putting us into the silo. So everyone should be very upset and want if Brennan and Clapper and, and Comey and Weissman and Eisen and McCord and all of these people we're involved in something that is tantamount to treason and sedition and all because the Durham report was poo-pooed or all because the criminal referrals were pushed aside and all because Bill Barr did nothing when he could have done a lot and could have and probably knew all of this does not mean that the American people should sit here and allow these people to get away with it again because they're all involved in what's going on with the election laws too. This is a group of elite lawyers that work for public-private partnerships, NGOs, Brookings, Just Security, States United, Democracy Alliance. You can go down the line. They, they, this is not just about Donald Trump. It's not about the get Trump. It's not about the persecuting Trump. Because another thing, oddly enough, out of lawfare, which is actually Mel through Brookings. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, we talk about this a lot, which is that... Um, you you've kind of started to focus more and I always have but really trying to identify the names of the people that are within the fifth column that are within these agencies that are actually executing on these strategies to you know undermine our country and the re and you have a particular you know ability to do that because of your skills but a lot of people don't want to do that so we have the uh these uh, hearings on the weaponization of the government. We have, we're looking at the CDC, we're looking at the uh, FDA, we're looking at all these agencies 
But the reality is, is there are people within these agencies that are doing things. And the reason why that Mel brings up all these names is because we, the people, need to know who these people are and we need to hold them accountable. And, um, and so if it's a little hard to follow, you'll, you'll hear the names over and over and over again. We are doing that on purpose. Mel is doing that on purpose to help you understand that there are actually people there. And these are not necessarily institutions that are against us, but there are people within those institutions that are holding positions of power that are that are swaying everything against, uh, you know, we the people. Yeah, and they also, all these people they all are involved in different NGOs and, and foundations and stuff that claim uh, to be protecting democracy. They don't mean that, folks. I hope everyone understands. When you hear these people say uh, Trump's a danger to democracy or any of that, actually, we have a clip of, of one of their cheerleaders, one, one of the worst of the worst. Um, can you play the AOC clip? To understand what we are staring down in this country. If Donald Trump is elected president of the United States, we do not know if there will be a verifiable next election that has integrity. He already tried to, uh, we saw on January 6th, he tried to overturn the results of a presidential election by force, by inciting a riot. And I, you know, I think we need to be very, very realistic about the grave, grave impacts of a Donald Trump election. It is not a joke. It is not a game. We need to protect our democracy. And ideally, it's going to be on progressive values. Oh, my good Lord, progressive values. I got to just say, so that's what they do. That's the talking points. That's why they trot out this actress. That's what's going on here. And the truth is they are the ones. First of all, we are not a democracy, thank God, because that's the fastest way to a monarchy or to a dictatorship as per our founders, uh, as they stated in their own words. Uh, we are a constitutional republic, but at the same time, we are still about the Constitution. And every time that they say that he's a danger to democracy, whatever, you got to know what they're doing. What they're doing is undermining the vote of all Americans, undermining the voice, the desires of all Americans. This group of people that are running our country do not care about left or right, Republican or Democrat. The Democratic voters to them are e even easier to manipulate because they run on emotion. Like she said, they want progressive values to, to maintain in America. I do also want to say that the Supreme Court is now going to decide presidential immunity. Um, it is now at the Supreme Court and there's a lot going on there. But again, they use a lot of terms. It's hard because there's not a lot of information out there um, on that skeptical. If the, the, Google has already scraped everything, and that includes now, sadly, DuckDuckGo and other places to only reflect trusted news sources to them, you know, and, and that would uh, knock out anyone that the Southern Poverty Law Center, ADL, mm. considers a website that might be a hate website or whatever. So none of that news is coming up if you Google. Um, basically, no, no positive news about Trump or anyone on the right comes up at all. Um, you know, I don't even think Fox News comes up in the feed. It's always NBC, CBS, CNN, Politico, um, just Google anything, anything even remotely controversial. And there's no, it, everything that is dissenting to what AOC just said there is gone. Um, but I do want to say that um, the Supreme Court is taking up immunity. It's a really big deal. But what's interesting is that this group, um, this lawfare group that is also, I believe, part of Brookings, 
uh, which, which somehow Brookings was being investigated for taking money from CCP and Qatar and a lot of other globalist billionaire oligarch types. And uh, the Obama administration, oh, Biden administration dropped the investigation into Brookings. Brookings was also connected to Crossfire Hurricane and the Steele dossier, if, if you're not sticking with me on how deep this goes uh, in the fifth column. But um, even a, uh, a lawyer over there at, at, um, at uh, Lawfare at Brookings, Jack Goldsmith, put out a whole article today, as much as he wants Trump to, uh, to not be on the ballot or president or whatever, he's saying that he thinks that, because um, Jack Smith is trying to push the entire Trump case forward, Jack Smith saying that this is a, a like uh, AOC too, uh, as she's saying, but... Um, Jack Smith is basically saying that it's a threat to the democracy if uh, the, his case does not go forward and, and Trump isn't tried and convicted before the election, because then the American people wouldn't get to know who Trump really is, according to Jack Smith, the uh, fraudulent and uh, probably uh, unconstitutionally appointed um, special counsel. Um but anyway, he um, so the whole argument from Jack Smith that they want the that he wants the Supreme Court to push it forward is he says it is of imperative public importance that respondents' claims of immunity be resolved by this court and that respondents' trial proceed as promptly as possible if his claim of immunity is. If this case proceeds through the ordinary and even a highly expedited appellate process, it is unclear whether the court would be able to hear and resolve the threshold immunity uh, issues during its current term. Uh, this is a problem for Smith. Smith is saying that um, uh, he needs to ensure um, that the American people uh, know everything about the Trump, this case and that Trump uh, is held accountable before the vote because then the vote will be tainted when it's really the opposite. Doing this at all at this point is tainting the vote. We are at full-on election interference at this point. And um, and and the, and the argument that Jack Smith put in about um, uh, to get the Supreme Court to move faster, he doesn't mention anything about the election. He just acts like it's really important to public. It's important for the public to know um, before the vote. So he's saying before the public has to vote on whether to put the defendant back in power, they need to know all this information. But he's saying it without saying that, which is obviously because that would be uh, in your face election interference. But a lot of people are now saying, uh, even people on this side, um, they're saying that doing this probably violates the law and pushing it forward in this way um, is is not legal. And so it looks you know, like- Talking points to drive the narrative. They, they try to, again, you know, confuse people. They they kind of throw these things out. Then they, you know, it's a Pelosi wrap up smear. They Then, then the, the you know, mainstream media can pick it up. And then the uh, low information voters can say, oh, you know, all this is going on. So, so yes, you're exactly right. This is just and part remember, of the information. And remember, Rob, we laughed about it when um, when Jack Smith wanted um, Trump's Trump the Trump case to go uh, in January 2024, five months after it was filed, and there's like 13 million pages of of documents that the defense had to read, and he was like, "Too bad." And then the judge, I believe Chuckin, uh, I believe she came out and she said, "Well, his his legal counsel should have been preparing for a year." a year before the indictment, knowing that it was coming, um, which they should have known because the fifth column planned it a long time ago, I'm sure. But um, anyway, at this point, they're saying that um, also uh, there's a lot of defendants in the January 6th case that are in front of Trump. 
So there's many, many things going on that could push this back. And also, um, uh, Smith rushing the trial seems to violate Section 9-85.500 of the Justice Department um, Justice Manual, which contains rules and policies um, that uh, bind prosecutors and which the special counsel uh, resolution obliged Smith to follow. Basically, that um, they can't push forward a case for a political purposes. And it says here, um, political uh, federal prosecutors and agents may never select the timing of any action, including investigative steps, criminal charges, or statements for the purpose of a, any election and for purpose of giving an advantage or disadvantage to any candidate or political party. So I would say that they've already violated that at this point, Rob, what's your thinking? hundred percent. I, you know, this is, it's all political and, um, you know, it, it's some cover for, you know, cause, cause these people are, are it, everything they're doing is political. So, uh, I don't know how they get around that, but, but these people are brilliant, brilliant lawyers. I mean, you, you've been covering this, like, uh, you know, like a superwoman, you know, digging into this stuff and, and sharing the information that, that people need to know. So, um, you know, this will continue to unfold and hopefully more and more people will see what's going on. But, uh, clearly this is all about controlling the narrative creating a uh, fear uh, and confusion, dissent, uh, talking points, and, you know, kind of chipping away at, you know, at, at people that might be supporting Trump. And then they, they have a fear and, and we need to well, get, also, we, we they want them to give the up. They're trying, it's lawfare. They want, us to they want to wear up. them. They want to wear them down. It's lawfare. It's sick and twisted lawfare. And it's been sick and twisted nine years of lawfare, not against Trump, against the psyche of the people of this country to make us feel helpless, powerless, defeated, demoralized, full on Besmanov. So, you know, and now we've also found out that not only did DOJ and um, Biden administration officials meet with Jack Smith multiple times, and, and so did the fifth column and the, and the people I mentioned before, but they also met with Alvin Bragg, Letitia James, and Fannie Will Will Willis. So uh, the Biden administration claiming that they've stayed out of all of this uh, and have special prosecutors and this and that is totally falling apart as well. Um, we also saw our friend and, uh, and, and hero that got ignored before the 2020 election, um, Bobolinsky back in there uh, at the same time, Rob, talk about timing. He's there giving his testimony that we heard Marinda Devine covered beautifully and, and so did um, uh, the people over at the Federalists. But you know, mainstream media never even heard of him till today, I guess. Right. Uh, and he's the one who was actually involved in the um, uh, Chinese um, CCP-owned energy company. And he testify is testifying right now in his opening statement. He said a lot of what he said to Tucker Carlson um, way back when, and to uh, and many other people. He's an admirable, um, uh, decorated veteran, and he went into business with the Biden family and saw how the sausage was 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 concocted. And um, especially with the CEFC, the Chinese company, um, where I guess that was that was the whole 10 percent for the big guy uh, thing yep. that would be. Um, and he came out before the election, Bobolinsky, around the same time as the Hunter laptop surfaced and and wanted to tell everyone that um, the Bidens were taking money from the Chinese Communist Party and then spreading it out um, and that they were basically uh, in bed with many foreign nations he knew from the inside and he wanted he thought the american people should know that before the election and guess why the american people weren't told that rob 
Well, because it was the timing wasn't right. You know, I mean, they well, didn't want anyone interference. to know. Election interference, because then it was election interference. The the Hunter laptop, the the fifty one uh, uh, intelligence community right. officials who signed that the Hunter laptop was RussiaGate. Bobolinsky coming out to warn everyone: No, that the Bidens are compromised in in China and probably Ukraine and elsewhere. You know, at this point, we know that the Biden family made over twenty million dollars from foreign cutouts and business partners. They had 20 shell companies. They had money coming in from all sides, the Burisma job itself. So, you know, at no, the you time- tracked his money all over the country. It's gotta be yeah, two, I mean, two and a half years ago. You went yeah, through Romania, everything. Malaysia, everywhere. I mean, everywhere. the whole family is involved in the grift. It's a, quite extraordinary. Yeah, and just remember, before the 2020 election, you couldn't ask anything. They're, they're putting Trump through the ringer. They know what they're doing. They can't let Trump win, I think, half for their own butts to cover their own butts, all these guys, because we're talking about sedition and treason, if that's proven in court. Um, I don't know why. It's really Bill Barr. It, I know Bill Barr had to know about this. Certainly Rod Rosenstein knew about all of this. I mean, all of these people. But I don't want a bunch of hearings. I want the criminal referrals that Cash and Devin Nunes put up there. I don't want the Durham report had plenty of evidence in it. They, they blew it off like it was nothing. And there was plenty in there that proved that all of this was a fraud on the people uh, this is actually something that happened to the people. Uh, also, just popping out this week, too, Ty Clevenger's back at it with Seth, Seth Rich case. And we find out that the FBI is now saying they can't turn over anything with the FOIA request in the, in the Seth Rich case about the laptops, because guess what? Uh, the Seth Rich murder case is still an open case, and the FBI just apparently found this out seven years later. So we got the Seth Rich case, we got the Bobolinsky, we got the the um, all of this interference, uh, election actual election interference. Now we got Eisen and, and Weissman and, and Bassin and, and Lawrence Tribe flipping out on Twitter because Trump must be tried and convicted before the election. And they're still acting like it's not election interference. So we're going to cut it off. We talked about a lot of things tonight, but um, we're going to end it uh, now and give you a, uh, we probably are going to split the news show into two shows um, going forward because there's just too much going on. But um, the election interference is already, uh, as we can see, happened in 2015 and 2016, and it's happening. It happened certainly from the Transition Integrity Project and other moves in 2019 and 2020. And Mary McCord just told us it is happening now. Um, and it was it's not just that they're trying to handicap him. Uh, when he wins, when Trump wins, they're not trying to handicap him with Ukraine and the border. They're also putting in legislation to to get out of NATO, to not allow him to um, do a lot of the things he would want to do with the military. They're trying to put in legislation that makes DEI permanent in all of government. So everything that they're doing right now, they're on warp speed, as we call it, uh, legally trying to kneecap and handicap Trump when he does win. So that'll tell you many, many things. And also keep your eye on the same people I'm talking about. They are involved in many of the shell cutouts that claim to be for um, election fraud. They're really, or, or they're, they're looking out for marginalized voters and all of that. I assure you, I've read all their stuff, especially the Voter Integrity Project and the Voter uh, Protection Project and all of these Democracy Alliance, Arabella, New Venture Fund. What they really want is no election at all. They want no American's voice and no American's vote to count at all. They are done with us. These people run this country like they are the parent company of the United States. Like Larry Fink called it, they are going direct for the people. Our Constitution and our Bill of Rights mean nothing. 
and the voice of the people means nothing to, in order to restore that and restore law and order and and trust trust and faith and dignity and everything in this nation we need to hold these criminals accountable i hope we do and i hope everyone out there uh demands that um rob any last words and i'm sorry i went so fast but we had a, a short time here and i wanted people to understand how big this picture is Crossfire Hurricane Mueller team must be held accountable and they should be held accountable as soon as possible. We will not get do anything under um, under Merrick Garland, but there are AGs around this country that can do something. And I hope that they will. Rob. Yeah, I just want to say that, uh, you know, you've been talking about this for years. You've been digging into it for years. This is not new information. Uh, there's probably nuggets of new information that that you know we maybe didn't have access to. But I also want to recognize our audience as probably the most informed and educated audience out there in the world uh, who understand what's going on. And I want to, uh, you know, thank you and and please support all the independent media that is doing the work to inform you and to help to guide this country in the right direction. We can only do this with your support. It's just me and Mel, uh, yeah. a few producers and uh, our little web team. That's it. That's all we are. Yeah, and I want to say, um, yeah, I want to say something about that real quick, Rob. Um, I do want to say there, everyone is on, I mean, there's really good people being attacked by people within our, our truth community right now. Uh, people I love, people you guys love, everyone is being severely attacked, not just by our government, but by other people that are trying to shut us down. They're calling everyone controlled opposition. They're really, really doing a lot of damage. And Rob and I are here alone. We don't align with anyone. We just hope for the best for this nation. I pray every single day to God to just make me useful in whatever his plan is, which is the only plan I believe in. And uh, I just want to thank the people that stand by us. But really pay attention because it, I mean, I almost cried before the show because I saw what this one woman is doing online to a lot of people I love and are good people that are working hard. We are all being wiretapped we are being surveilled i mean you don't know how bad the um the surveillance and 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 into our computers and our phones and everything just for speaking out as we are my mom says to me are you sure you want to name those names you sure you want to do this i said if i wasn't positive i'm right i wouldn't but um please just support everyone you can um and you know this whole thing that the people that do what I do, and there's many bigger than me that are awesome, that do amazing, amazing work, um, that they are somehow don't deserve to be paid, or they don't deserve to have sponsors or affiliates, or they that I spend a hundred hours a week easily working on putting out seven shows every night that I think move the ball forward towards freedom, and towards liberty, and towards taking back this nation and freeing the world from these demonic globalist uh, oligarch public private partners. So um, I just wanted to thank you all and say, please stay above it. I mean, I'm going to be, I, I'll do what I, what I can. They're not letting me grow on Twitter. If you want to follow me there, it's at Mel K show or on Instagram, which meta is all in on the destruction of our nation. So I don't know how long that'll last over there, but um, please be aware that if people are doing good work and they seem to be on the side of good and you're learning from them and you're feeling empowered, uh, please support them, including us. I don't usually ask, but there is a, a, a concerted effort out there to shut us down and shut everyone else down. And it's not only coming from the government and the uh, arbiters of truth and the fact checkers. It's actually coming from people that you would think were on our side. So um, please, please just do that. I, I, I ask you, I, I really appreciate all of you that watch me. I get great emails. We do get really, really incredible um, things in the mail. And um, 
I just hope everyone understands this is a battle for your brain and uh, trust your gut, trust who's authentic. I have not one thing that I put out there about myself that is fake and neither does Rob and we work every day and we just hope we're doing a good job. And, um, you know, early on in that first year, I was kind of bumped around, but once I, once I got my groove on and saw the truth and got the path, I've worked every single day to try to put out the best content I can and to maintain, um, as much integrity and truth and, and believe in God as much as I can. Cause every day I wake up and I go, Rob, do I have to do this? And he always says, it's not up to me and it's not. So thank you so much, everyone. Um, and just, be mindful that everyone that's doing this is under major attack. We are being attacked by our own government. We are being attacked by foreign governments. We are being attacked by all sides. If people are attacking people that are doing good work out there, be, be weary and uh, be leery, I guess. And uh, thank you so much. We love you guys. Go to the partners page. Those partners keep us going and we're very blessed to have them. Melkeshow.com. I put a lot of these documents. So you have receipts on the Melkeshow.com free resource page. Uh, that it was a lot of work. It continues to be. So go look over there. I put the uh, Weissman Eisen uh, memo uh, of the documents there already. So Rob, um, thank you so much, guys. And Rob, just uh, say goodbye to the gang and we'll see you all next Wednesday. We love you all. We'll see you so much for your support and being in the fight.